Silence your phone for the podcast. So here we are. Today is the three week anniversary <laughs> of Colin's arrival. Of Colin's arrival. Um, I was going through my notes for the previous episode and the thought struck me that we didn't um, we didn't follow through on one of our promises to take uh, voice uh, memo, get some some audio recording in the delivery room, and I think it's almost hilarious now to think back on what you would have done to me <laughs> in your time of silent pain <laughs> um, if I had taken out my phone and basically done like uh, so. An interview. How are you feeling? I'm like I feel like I could kill you. <laughs> Why don't you tell all the people out there what's running through your mind? Pain, anguish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, given the fact that I really wasn't wasn't speaking all that much at all, it would have been interesting if you could get a couple words out of me. But I'm sure they would have been choice. So, <laughs> like you said, probably better left undone. I think it just would have been one-sided narration. It just would have been me saying like, and now (laughs) she's sitting on the ball and nothing is making her feel better. Um, Now it's an hour later, she's off the ball and still nothing feels good. Exactly. Um, But I just felt like we we should address that because, uh, you know, I got asked whether we were going to do the podcast in the delivery room um, and we said we were and we didn't and I just want to throw that out there. I feel bad about not following through. You don't know. I don't think so. I think it would have been, it would have been strange if we had like taken out the try to explain to the nurse because the nurse was there the whole time. You were like constantly being monitored. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were like, okay, we'll we'll just the two of you guys here. Um, we we I, I have to think though that would have been the first podcast to record in the delivery room at the hospital. Yeah, it would have been pretty momentous. Maybe for number two, do you think we'll be better prepared? I'm thinking probably, yeah. Maybe if you hadn't taken that nap on the couch, you could have gotten some good, you know, words from me then. Maybe. You were still being pretty quiet, even at that point. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is very true. Okay, so we'll we'll set the scene now. We're, we're fast forwarding three weeks. Um, I would assume these. I know it took two weeks for us to put this episode together. I think these are going to be shorter. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to have as as much to talk about. Just kind of shorter updates of of how things are going, but. Um, three weeks in, I would say, well, actually I'll, I'll put it this way. Somebody asked me today if I felt like my life was totally different. And I actually don't think it's much different at this phase. I feel like we do this. We, we do exactly the same things that we did before. There's just the baby there with us now. Right. So we go to the supermarket it takes longer. It takes a little longer, but not that much longer. I mean, we still go to the store if I come home from work and we go to the grocery store, we come home, we cook dinner, we watch Netflix for two and a half hours and we go to bed. Mm -hmm. That's Um, very true. He's just, he's joining us and he's usually eating during that. Right. Eating or sleeping or crying. Right. Um, But, you know, those days, especially when, so I went back to work this week. Last week. It was last week. Interesting. So this is my second week back to work. It's been almost a full, yeah. Well, two 
It's been a week. Tuesday, I went back to work. Tuesday. This was yeah, Tuesday. Last last Tuesday, I went back to work, uh, and that that was time. certainly an adjustment. Um, you have been. I've been doing night and day shifts. Very I'm very sweet of you, <laughs> and uh, you approached me a few days before I went back to work. We started talking about what the sleeping situation was going to be, and you came up with the idea. Why don't you sleep in the bedroom upstairs in our bedroom, and I'll sleep, I being Nicole, with Colin on the couch in the living room downstairs, which that is one of those ideas that, oh, I don't know if you can hear him in the background. He's, he's, he he's has awoken. To, um, that idea, never in a one million years would I have felt comfortable suggesting that <laughs> to you. Dear, like, you're happy that I did. <laughs> hey, why don't you sleep downstairs with the baby so I can have the king-size bed to myself? But I'm honestly like super grateful because it's made... I don't. I've. I can. I can say I've never fallen asleep as fast as I have the last week and a half that we've been doing that on my work nights. Um, I'm somebody who's typically always needed Sports Center and 45 minutes to fall asleep, but it's like as soon as my head hits the pillow, now I'm out. I think it's because my body knows that I. I need that. Gonna like, bulk up on the sleep now. Exactly. When you're given an opportunity like that, you can't squander it and end up watching um, too many episodes of. I don't know, American pickers in a row or something and, and accidentally staying up till 1am. But so that's been going really well. Um, he's basically been sleeping three hour stints, um, two to three. Well, he was initially and then slowing down a little late, bit. Now. Yeah. I think we, we called a little too early with saying how fantastic he was. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's still fantastic. He's evolving. I mean, that'll happen just because he did three hour stints for the first two weeks doesn't mean that yeah. The second two weeks and the two weeks after that, everything's going to be different as he changes and grows right, and goes through his little phases. He, he's still been doing like cluster feeding. So yeah, at night, he's he's still pretty good where he's only waking up two to three times. But uh, during the day, he's he's up a majority of the day and he's gotten a little bit more fussy and he wants to eat a whole lot more, which is definitely a good thing because yep. he's gained some weight back. So we are fast approaching our uh, our birth weight, trying to get back to that. And uh, life is good. Happy camper. He is a happy camper except for (laughs) between, I call it like 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. The witching hour. Which we've heard it called the witching hour and we can confirm, at least for our baby, he definitely falls in that category where he's kind of extra fussy and he's eating more frequently during that time period. Mm -hmm. Um, Harder to just kind of like snuggle with him and have him fall asleep Mm -hmm. on your chest, which has really become the goal. Which is unfortunate Um, because that's your time. (laughs) It's like falls right when you get home. Yeah. And then he's like, he erupts into (laughs) a little unhappy camper. A lesser man would get frustrated by that. This is true. Although you had a like epiphany slash amazing discovery this evening. Oh, okay. So we'll get to that in a second. Um, Okay. One thing I wanted to say about those first few weeks uh, there was a point towards the end of my leave. So when we had spent, I don't know, 10 straight days at home, um, the days were easy. We were both up. We were both awake. We could kind of switch off and, you know, take a little bit of time off. I started to feel like the, the, the twilight hours, like when we started getting to eight, nine o'clock when the sun started to set, it made me feel like Will Smith and I am legend. <laughs> When, you know, his whole every single day is like, oh, no, it's getting dark outside. It's going to be a long night. And that, you know, we didn't have to roll the metal uh, shutters over the windows or anything. But it definitely was it felt like every night was this 
battle for lack of a better word. And it wasn't even like it was that bad. We were, you know, it was just like little fusses or having to get up or whatever. But, um, but when you're not used to being up at night and you've already been up all day tending to the baby, (laughs) the addition of not really having much sleep kind (laughs) of start to think like, Oh, it would be cool if it could just stay daytime forever. And we didn't even have to deal with this concept of sleep. Um, but we, we, we've got him sleeping in in a couple different places, which is good. We're trying Mm -hmm. to get him, flexible and and not only feeling like he can fall asleep in one um device yeah in one device <laughs> um so that that actually gets us we, it, device is a nice segue um we have basically been trying to become snake charmers mm-hmm. uh, and every almost every waking hour is just spent like what can we do to him <laughs> to calm him down and put him to sleep um I know we had talked about before moving him from device to device, and it seems like his preferences kind of come and go mm-hmm. um, from from day to day. But um, we got his um, newborn photos taken professionally about a week ago, and one of the things that the photographer had brought was a um, a little Bluetooth speaker, and she used it to play a white white noise track, for back of, lack of a better word, uh, specifically made for quieting down babies. And that was her. That's her job. Yes, exactly. Photogenic. <laughs> and it knocked him right out. They put the speaker literally right up against his head until he fell asleep on the uh, pillow or wherever he was sitting, and then they moved it a little bit away and took the pictures. And put it right back. And, you know, as I tell that story now, it occurs to me, I don't know why it took us a full seven days to come to that uh, realization of like, hey, we should try that at home. It seemed like some sort of special trick that only she knew. I kind of, I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being honest, like I just, I was like, oh. And he's been extra fussy the last few days yeah. too. So, so we're sitting on the couch tonight after uh, he had had his dinner. And we were trying to watch The Office and he was fussing and it was making it difficult to hear what was happening. And I was like, oh, wait, the white noise thing. So quick check on Apple Music. They have plenty of white noise for babies tracks. We turned it on. I put the little speaker behind his head. He stopped crying and was out like a light in 25 seconds. Mm-hmm. It was pretty impressive. It, his little eyes just like drooped closed and then he was just very peaceful. It was like he got hit with a poison dart. <laughs> That's the best analogy I can use. And then we slowly moved it away from his head. And the first time it was a little too abrupt and he kind of jostled awake and he was like, excuse me, what are you doing? Yep, I'm going to need that to be right behind me. Exactly. Um, we may have created a monster. It's possible. This might be a now he doesn't sleep if Without no the white, white noise. noise. Yep. We're going to have to learn how to right now. we're going to have to learn to sleep with the white noise ourselves. Oh, we make that that noise somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, should I play a little bit of it? The industrial fan noise. Yes, you should. Uh just I'm sure everyone's like what's white noise? I don't understand what they're talking about. It's a riveting pod. Yes. sounds like the ocean well ever all our podcast listeners are asleep now yes it's true so we should probably just end it no that's i'm just kidding (laughs) um yeah so what else 
has been happening. Uh, we brought the baby to the beach. We did. We had our first beach trip, which um, is interesting. People were definitely giving us, I don't want to say giving us looks, but everyone's like, oh, look, a baby. And then they look closer. They're like, oh, wait, that baby is tiny. That- I don't know if anybody really saw the baby because, I mean, you were carrying <laughs> him and he draped with a right. blankets and stuff. But If you think 29-year-old Mike is susceptible <laughs> to the sun, you should see how susceptible two-week-old at the time Colin was. Although we covered him in baby Gannix lotion and then covered him up from head to toe, so he was safe. I'm sure we got a couple of looks. Too bad. Got some good pictures. We did. We brought him to a restaurant for the first time. And he was very well behaved because my mom held him the entire time. Yes. <laughs> um, what was really nice about the what being in the restaurant and something I hadn't thought of in advance is you don't have to have a perfect baby or toddler or child in a restaurant. You just need to not have the worst behaved kid in there and we were on the kid floor eating there was a three-year-old i want to say who was losing his mind and i couldn't be happier (sighs) you're like my newborn is so well behaved in comparison it was awesome (laughs) and he was crying a little bit at the beginning before we uh before we got him settled um but it was i've never been happier to hear the shrieking cries of a little boy who's not getting his way uh at, at the restaurant so so that went well. Um, long day for him. Long day we for were us in, too. Yeah, traffic going up and traffic coming back. So um, I'm not sure he has the stamina for full day trips like that, um, at least right now. But it is fun to take him places. Mm-hmm. We brought him to We've Moe's. Done a lot of first. Moe's. We brought him Panera. to Panera. I brought him to Starbucks. Yeah, so he's he's just as acquainted with the uh, um, fast casual dining options in the area as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to stop eating at those four <laughs> places. It is, it's tough. Like I, it is. in, in the past, I would be excited on the nights of the week that we went to Chipotle and no, now it's, it's like, just... I would, you know, do anything for, we got to just start home cooking cook again. Yeah. I say, oh, I would do anything for a home cooked meal as if I couldn't just make a home cooked like, meal every single could night. If done, then I would just do it. But I guess it's one of those exhaustion plays a fairly large you know, role and how proactive you are with preparing a dinner. Well, I'll I'll speak for my anyway. I'll speak for myself. I don't feel exhausted. It's mm-hmm. more of a general laziness. Like gotcha. it's selecting the easiest option. Okay, I feel exhausted. I'll take. Well, that. you should because <laughs> I get to go to work. Everyone keeps asking me what it's like to go to work and kind of leave him in the morning and leave you guys in the morning. It's hard to leave, but once I get to work, it's kind of nice it's like because I am off duty. Like, I don't have to be worried about, you know, is he crying? Is he hungry? Does he need to be changed? Does he need to be bathed? Mm-hmm. Um, I just can answer emails and work on spreadsheets and PowerPoints. You, but you get picture updates, though. Like, today was a very fun day when yeah. he had the exorcist-based um, spit-up situation. And everything was coming out of every orifice. And that was fun. Then I sent you the update picture when I you thought I probably had a mustard stain all down my front side, and that was not mustard. That was a contribution from our sweet little baby. I so, did not I'm think it was mustard. Times. I am well acquainted enough with his output <laughs> to be uh, to be aware of what that was. Um, I I will say so. You were late in picking me up from the train because of that 
malfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the first time I've ever felt like you had a valid excuse for being late. <laughs> I think there's been plenty of valid excuses, but this tops it because you it's amazing. You have to change him. Like you're ready to go out the door and then you're like, oh no, we have to reroute. We have to go back to the changing table. And then the dogs are rustling the diapers out of my hands because they want to <laughs> eat them for some God unknown reason. I don't know. But yes, it's a very interesting thing. You have to put a nice little bubble in there of like an extra half hour before you do anything. Because all the, they always come up last minute like craziness. Oh, he peed on his face today. That was an accomplishment. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's your fault. <laughs> it is my fault. Because I didn't know what was happening. And then I saw what was happening. But yeah, there's all these amazing things that occur that you would never think of. You think it's just impossible. It, it's not that you, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, never I think would. this gets back to the, it's not that I don't think about them or, you know, wasn't aware of them. It's that you ignore them until they're the things that are right in until front of you. Until they're your reality. Right. And then you're. So right back. now that's our reality. This is our reality. Yeah. Yes. What, what clothes are we going to put on him today? Mm-hmm. What clothes are we going to take off him and put something else on him because. Yeah. Those things are now disgusting. <laughs> but good times all around. On a happy note, though, let's talk about some positive stuff for me. I'm, I've lost nearly 30 pounds in a matter of three weeks. So pretty incredible. You should try should, to market that. I should. Yep. yep. I'm Ladies want to learn thirty, lose 30 pounds? Have a baby. I have a pregnancy-based <laughs> diet plan that involves... Getting pregnant, you're gonna gain gaining a bunch of weight, a and of then weight. taking it all off immediately. But I know we've talked about um, not on the podcast, but you and I have talked about it, um, and you haven't you haven't even been able to like really be active yet. Right, we've been going on short walks, but but that's really it. So you haven't even been able to add back in your yoga and your Zumba and the workouts and stuff that I know you want to do. So um, it's it's really amazing how quickly the human body rebounds. Right. Um, from I mean, not a hundred percent, but just like start you know just at least getting back to a manageable weight well everything is different i mean your posture is different the amount of fluid is different the distribution of the weight is different everything is different mm-hmm. and then a lot of the weight's just going away so um you know it's 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 pretty interesting i on the other hand am still working on for guys the weight goes up a lot slower mm-hmm. so any guys out there that were thinking they were going to Lose 30 pounds in that three weeks. That pregnancy weight does not go away as quickly for you guys. No, it's kind of like a freshman 15, but the freshman year is like freshman year of being a parent. Mm-hmm. That's a good analogy. Could have been a good uh, title for the podcast if we had thought of that. If only. Not as good as the rookies, though. No, I dig the rookies. Okay, that's everything from my list. Okay. I had something else, but it escaped me, because unfortunately, with sleep deprivation comes... Oh, you're just going to blame everything. <laughs> Initially, it was pregnancy brain, and now it's sleep deprivation. So We got to go take care of our kid. We do. He's squealing. Yeah, he's just doing a little bit. little pterodactyl cry. Probably time for him to eat. Yep. And, I have to, and it's a work day tomorrow for me, so I have to go to bed. This is true. And you need to not go to bed. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to close my eyes for a whole five minutes, and then... Actually, tomorrow is a work from home day for me. Is there an exception? Does, does that get treated the same as a day that I have to go into the Probably city? Probably not. If you don't have to actually get up and get on the train, I feel like you can probably function at least 85% and be okay here. But the reason that you are so kind in giving me that opportunity isn't so that I can be more 
awake on the train. Right. It's so that I can have a more productive eight hours at work, regardless of whether that work happens in town or in our sunroom. Yeah, this is true. I think I got you there. Perhaps. But all right then, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and you've got the baby. Camping it on the couch again. All right. We'll we'll try to be better about uh every week. Shorter episodes. Um there's a lot going on, I think. When yeah. you're going back to work, it was hard to coordinate. And us not even being, being able to get dinner on the table, let alone <laughs> sit down for a couple minutes and podcast. But. Uh, so, so my closing uh, observation will be our lives have, except for me going to sleep up on the second floor, like our lives have become all uh, contained to the living room. Mm-hmm. So like the laundry never makes it upstairs. It just makes it to the living room. At least it gets um, done. The dirty diapers, you know, everything is just on the first level of the house. So I think really that advanced level of parenting will be like once we do the load of laundry and clean all his clothes and blankets and everything, and then they actually go upstairs mm-hmm. and like get put away in his, uh, in his room. As opposed to just being put in his crib. Well, right now he doesn't sleep in his crib, so we don't even go into his room unless we like need a package of wipes or something or to put away uh, gifts that people send us. Yes. So, um, yeah, more to come about being contained to the living room. I don't want you to go stir crazy in there. Yeah. That's not, that hasn't been so bad. So far. So far, so good. You're only three weeks into <laughs> a potentially in. a pretty long uh, maternity <laughs> pretty long leave. Haul. Um, just keep in mind, it's certainly better than being at work. This is true. And additionally, we do have to do a quick shout out to our parents uh, yes. because they've been amazingly supportive and helpful. And they I bring pineapple <laughs> really frequently. <laughs> pineapple. Yes, they bring lots of things, including their love and support. So right, they're but amazing. Mostly pineapple. Mostly pineapple. Yeah. And then our neighbors too have been fantastic. Yep. And actually, went for a nice walk with our with our new mummy as well next door. So we have wonderful family, wonderful neighbors, and that baby's ask a week better. Agreed, agreed. He's a week younger than than Colin, mm-hmm. so they're gonna um, be besties. They're gonna be best friends, and uh, we're just gonna continue to feed all of our one week ahead expertise um, to the neighbors. Yes, we go on our little strolls and say, "This is what you can expect this week. Just wait. So exciting." It's all well and good until um, their little boy does anything before Colin does. Right. If there's walking or talking or anything. Oh, man. Ahead of time. There might be hell to pay. (laughs) Colin, (laughs) step it up. That will certainly put our friendship (laughs) to the test. Oh, uh, our our little guy said his first word today. Oh, interesting. That's so cool. (laughs) And then you hang up the phone and you just come and stare at Colin and be like, come on. Leave you to Say talk. mama. <laughs> I think that that feels like the sort of thing that could devolve very quickly into us just lying. Oh, our, uh, no, our little guy no. said, oh, ours did too. Funny. <laughs> what word did he say? Our, ours was longer. It was a bigger word. <laughs> he said supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah, it was in two languages. It's no big deal. <laughs> no, we love them and we would never have a competition. That's true. But anyway, that's all I think for now. Time to try and gl- grab some winks. <laughs> yeah, especially me. Yeah, maybe. If I allow it. 
You get to sleep all day. Okay. We, we're, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we're not going to go. Cluster feeding. We're going to go on and on. Okay. We will talk to you uh, next week on The Rookies. Yep. Bye. Ciao. Up and it might be over, but let me call you when I'm sober. I'm a deadline, you're a full leaf clover, but let me call you when I'm sober.